In today's episode, we are talking about the law of the world and how your words impact your wealth and your ability to create, make and have money. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan here, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about the power of the word. And we're going to talk about why it's so important and why your words end up becoming your laws and have a absolute direct, you know, the 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 kind of words you speak have a direct relationship with the amount of money you make have or in your or shows up for you so why is your word so important and why does it impact your ability to make create and have money well let's go with this way i mean you everyone everyone's heard of you know the self-fulfilling prophecy you know people repeat things often enough you end up you know you they end up making that a reality for themselves and you know that everyone's heard the fact that the law, what the law of attraction says, that you know the the you attract to you what you constantly think about. Now the issue with the word is it's a lot more powerful than the thought. So not every thought that goes through your mind is spoken, but when you actually speak your thoughts, when you're actually speaking those words, can you imagine how much more powerful that is and how much, because you're giving it additional power, you're giving it the vibration of sound and you're saying it and you're holding intention behind it. Sometimes not conscious intention, but subconscious intention behind it. Thereby you create this, this, uh, another additional factor that in the, so when you whatever you're going to attract to you that just because you're thinking about something you're attracting that to you towards yourself anyway however when you start speaking about those things and you start, start verbalizing the, your thoughts and so hence your words when the words come out that makes that thought 10 times if not more powerful thereby attracting whatever you're saying and um, more to you hence the idea self-fulfilling prophecy yeah, we, we've heard this concept time and time again in, in psychology and on TV and various places. But this is actually a very true phenomenon. So why is this so important? And I and, you know, with today's episode is all going to be dedicated towards your words. Now, if you become conscious of your words, it's a bit more difficult to become conscious of your thoughts. But you can become very conscious of the words you speak. And when you do, you will realize you will not utter any word that you don't want to be manifesting in your life. So let me give an example. So one of my clients, you know, all my clients, they early on when they come first come to work with me, I give them specific instructions. So if they re- if they catch themselves repeating out loud, let alone thinking, but le- repeating out loud something that they don't want to be creating in their life, be it for financial reasons or health reasons or relationship reasons, whatever reason, anything that they don't want showing up in their life, if it's if they if they find themselves repeating those words. As soon as they become aware of them, they say, cancel, cancel. And then they very strongly and with a lot of emotion verbalize the complete 
opposite and they actually verbalize the thing they do want and they put emotions behind it they put feelings behind it and they say it with as much force if not more with the words spoken earlier and this is crucial for their success because you have to cancel out the it's like placing an order with the you know with the warehouse of the universe and i've spoken about this before but when you say those words, you're actually placing the order with the, you know, the, the universal warehouse by saying cancel, cancel. You're telling your subconscious mind, uh, no, cancel that. I don't want that actually. And then you verbalize what you do want and you actually emotionalize it too. So that's a technique that I sort of, uh, sort of speak about completely quite, um, quite often and quite meticulously with my clients, with, you know, who they come to work with me in the mastermind and other programs that I have. But today we're going to be talking about, you know, why, you know, how does it become your law? Because systematically, as you talk about certain words, you know, as you start repeating them, that becomes a pattern of thinking and you are setting yourself up law. They actually become your laws. Your words become your laws. Now, now let me give you an example for this. So I, you know, there's an example that people say, oh, I'm always running late. I'm always running late. Guess what? If that's what you're saying, that becomes your law. You're always running late. You always run late. On the other hand, somebody else says, well, you know, it doesn't matter how, you know, uh, what happens. I always catch the bus. I always catch the bus. That becomes your law, right? Because that means every time you're never going to miss the bus. You're always going to catch the bus or whatever have you. Now, I implemented this in my own life. And I, I, I got to a point when my business was exploding and I'm still a full-time mother. I think I always say I'm a part-time entrepreneur and full-time mother because my whole entire life is, revolves around my two children and, you know, their whereabouts and so forth. So, you know, I, I, I felt like I was there wasn't enough time and I wasn't getting things done. And I kept saying, I never have enough time. I don't get enough. I, I, and scarcity of time, by the way, is another form of scarcity. So you have to be mindful of that. So I, I, I became aware of that, that I was saying this. And therefore, my tasks were being completed on time. And then I purposely chose to have an alternative. So I always say, I always get things done. There's always more than enough time for me to do all my tasks. I always get the tasks done. I'm always completing the tasks on time, before time, and in ample time with ease and grace. I'm always getting things done. And guess what? In my life, the energy of ease and grace and completing the tasks on time or even prior to time... it has happened very easily. All of a sudden, all my tasks that need to be done, the, the important ones, get done very easily with ease and grace. And I'm always doing it. I always, I have this now, the sense of knowingness that doesn't matter how many things I have to do, I'll get them done. They'll be done. The most important, crucial ones, the, the ones which are of top priority, they will be done. There will be some others that I will be able to delegate. And I have, because of this principle, I have had, I've started delegating more. I've started to hire out more team members. We have got more team members now and we've expanded the team for this very reason because I'm able to delegate more. But then it means that means that for the tasks that I need to do, only I need to do, I always, always have more than enough time and I always complete them on time. I made that my law, and but I had to change it. I went from overwhelmed to thinking, you know, actually I have more than enough time for my business and my children and my own self. And at the moment, you know, that's that's become, it was a bit more tricky one, the pandemic period, and now that the kids are going back to school. So this episode has been recorded. I don't know when you're listening to this, but this episode has been recorded around the beginning of September. So my children are literally going back to school and they've just started going back to school. And so, you know, because of that, I'll probably have more time. But regardless, while they've been come, they've been home, another factor was I purposely spoke out and said, you know, 
just regardless of the pandemic, my business is thriving and it's exploding. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. So during the pandemic period, everybody else was complaining and other people were complaining. My clients were manifesting money and making money and so was I. We were all making money and I, my business has grown heaps and bounds during the same period. Well, you know, because I chose to speak about about money and about prosperity and about 2020 in a different way to most people. I, I was still hearing about, you know, businesses are going belly up and et cetera, et cetera. I refuse to buy into that. Again, I choose my words very carefully. So when I'm speaking even to my children, even my children have a habit. And if I say something, uh, you know, inadvertently wrong or even a swear word, my son is probably the first one. He's nine years old at the moment. He's the first one to point out and say, Mommy, what are you saying? You know, your brain's listening. Now, and they don't choose to talk about it in terms of the, the universe is listening and the you know the universal warehouse is listening, etc. I've sort of taught them in a, in a way of, from a psychology point of view that your brain's always listening, your subconscious mind's always listening, and it, it cannot distinguish between what's you know what's a joke and what's reality. So this is why I don't let them even joke about themselves. I never allow them to call themselves stupid or dumb. That's not an option in our house. We never call ourselves stupid or dumb. I never let themselves call any themselves any derogative comments at all because guess what? That will become your law. That's who you are. And this is a very, very unfortunate because a lot of people actually don't pay, you know, don't really pay homage to what's, you know, what they're saying and just saying, oh, it was just a joke. Oh, I was just kidding. I was just joking. But even with jokes, your your subconscious mind doesn't know jokes and the universe doesn't know anything about jokes. So whatever you're repeating is what you're sending out to the universe, not just in your thoughts, but if you're verbalizing, can you see how much more powerful that is? And so you're sending those signals out into the universe. Now, I want to I want to bring up, talk about some other points as well that people, you know, people ask me this all the time. So, you know, do I believe in good luck charms? And do I believe in, uh, you know, can we, you know, can we speak about certain things? Do I believe in certain, you know, like candles and whatever have you? And I always come back to the same thing. It's powerful if you allow it to be. If you've spoken and said, look, you know, every time I light this candle, I get a new client. Or every time I wear this outfit, I, you know, I, I close the deal. Or every time I do this, I, I get a new success in my business. If that's what you've been saying, you've made it your law, the actual item or the dress or the candle is not the one which is giving you the prosperity or giving you the benefit. It's you verbalizing it, you speaking about it and you giving it the power. Another very common example is horseshoe. I mean, I don't use anything like superstitious like that. I think that's just loaded superstitious garbage. But people can use it and they, they start thinking, well, you know, when I have horseshoes, lucky and whatever. It can be lucky. I'm not saying it's not, but it's not lucky because a horseshoe is lucky. It's lucky because you're saying it's lucky and then you're believing it that it's lucky and that's what makes a horseshoe lucky. Does that make sense? Right? So if you want to pull away from this kind of, you know, lower dimensional thinking and rise above that and think, well, actually everything that's happening is happening for my betterment. It's happening because devices energy chooses for me only good things can happen to me. So start verbalizing that. Only good things happen to me. And there's one thing that I've heard time and time again, which really infuriates me. Good things happen to, uh, bad things happen to good people, right? So, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Everybody has to go through this certain path. That's the path they've chosen as a soul before they entered into the physical body in the first place, right? 
So it's not that bad things happen to good people. And she's funny that I was today, just today I was talking to my children and my daughter has got to the age where she's asking about, you know, what happened in my past and what's happening in my life. And, and she's asked me and I I was describing to her, you know, as I was growing up as a child and the the trauma that my mom went through with my brother and so forth. And she said to me, mom, it doesn't seem like you had much of a childhood. And I said, yeah, probably will, probably does. And then my dyslexia was on top of it. You know, I was, I had to study really hard. I wasn't as social growing up, even though I am a social, but I, I, I'm an introvert. I'm a, com- I'm a combination of both, but I am a very social being. I love socializing with people. But as a child growing up, I was very focused on my studies because I had very determined to do, you know, really well in my grades. So I didn't have the time to socialize because I was all either looking after my mom, doing something with my mom, or I was studying. I had no other option. I didn't go to anybody in my friend's house. I just stayed. I wasn't I wasn't alone. I, at school, I, I socialized and made friends. But I kept them at school. And at home was all dedicated towards studying or doing something with my mother, which was quite a lot because she was working on the machine a lot. So I was doing, or, or you know, the housework or, you know, whatever, from a very young age or doing her stuff. But this, I have, I, I looked, um, I thought about my life and how I see it. And then today I was on uh, interviewed on another podcast and he was going through my childhood. And because I've cleared a lot of things, I, I you know, about the, the, the lack of scarcity that, that, that was present in my life growing up on, on a council state living on really, 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 really low income. My mother was a factory worker at the time doing crazy God hours and then spending most of it, uh, um, you know, after the bills, the, anything extra was going on my brother. I went through a tra- you know, a pre, which would be classified as a pre-traumatic childhood, uh, because my brother was ended up, you know, becoming uh, a complete um, delinquent at one point, and then carrying the burdens of my mother, and then my mother passing at twenty-one, and then the subsequent uh, heartbreak at, you know, the, the so-called the love of my life, and then um, going on to having two, not one, but two abusive marriages. Now. I could look up upon that and I, I was, because I was mulling over that today and I was thinking, look, look upon that and think, oh my gosh, I, you know, I could see myself as it has been very traumatic. Yet, I've always seen that everything in my life has been for my betterment. And I always say this, everything happens for your good. Everything happens for your good. Things are always happening for your betterment because this is something that was taught to me by my mother and something I believed in and something I've always repeated a number of times. There's been no circumstance in my life which has kept me low. I yes, I've fallen and I've I've been hurt. Absolutely, you know, I have had the human experiences, but I've never stayed down. I've always got up, brushed myself off, and walked on. The reason why I'm so strong and I, you know, I I'm very proud of the fact that I am a very strong character. I'm able to deal with quite a lot of emotional traumas in my life, and have you know have come at the other end and very you know very well alhamdulillah but the point being is it's because i've never accused devices energy and at this point in time as well i never think anything bad happened to me it was just circumstances and because i speak about it everything good comes out of it everything good comes out of it i attract so much abundance and so much goodness in my life because we was we were sitting there discussing this with my daughter because she is older and my son as well and i was saying if you look around and everything that i've been through and she said yeah mommy after after everything you've been through and my business has she seen you know just just literally three years ago i was close to bankruptcy and now um you know we're moving into a larger larger home you know we're changing we're, you know our lifestyles still different and I'm doing exceptionally well and I get interviewed left, right, center and every day they're hearing different successes that I've achieved and my kids are very, very proud of me, thank goodness. 
But it's a very different lifestyle to just three years ago. And we were talking about it, why I had, I've seen such rapid growth and such rapid success compared to the PR people around us and my family members, the extended family members and so forth. And people that she, you know, she and I know. And I was saying, it doesn't, now, I'm not smarter than anybody else in the family. Absolutely not. There's every, my, well, I'm quite lucky with genes. Everyone in the family is quite smart. Everybody's really good at maths. Everybody's so good at, 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 at something. They're all brilliant, brilliant, intelligent people. The reason why I've done you know, pretty well in, in my short time in my entrepreneurial successes or, or throughout my, my childhood, grades-wise and other things, is because I always focus on the good. And I speak about it. I'm very careful with the words that come out of my mouth, even to this moment, that anything, you know, be it, if I inadvertently say something stupid, I would say cancel, cancel and say something positive instead, because I know the power of the word. Your, your words become your laws. And I'm always making sure that my laws are working for me, not against me. Unfortunately, most people inadvertently say words and sometimes jokingly, oh, I'm just having a joke. I'm just making fun of myself. But they end up saying things about themselves which become their laws, which work against them. And then they say that, oh, the law of attraction is not working or I can't get it to work or this doesn't work and God's against you. God's not against you at all, at all, right? I mean, I... I think the divine energy has set up the, this universal system in such a pristine, amazing way that you can't fault it. If things are going sour for you, if things are not working for you, there's something that you're doing that's wrong in your thinking. Not action, maybe even actions, but especially in your thinking. You know, for example, one of the, you know, there's a saying, you know, karma, you know, karma comes back to you. Why? Because if you are thinking bad for someone, your, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. If you're saying something bad for someone, your subconscious mind or the universal energy doesn't know the difference. It just knows you. So it will bring that back to you. If you are thinking or speaking badly about someone else, that would be said about you. If you are if you are thinking and saying wrong things about someone else, those will be said about you. If you are if you are going to do something terrible to someone else, it'll be done unto you because that's the law. That's the law. If you believe that device energy is working in your favor, and it's always working in your favor, you will always be mindful of the words you say about yourself and others. And if someone has been, you know, has hurt you, whatever, you forgive them, move on. Now, this is the reason why I'm a very big believer of forgiveness. And I, I talk about this quite extensively in my mastermind and usually in a lot of my trainings as well, because I really do believe forgiveness is a path to prosperity. But you have to be, you know, you first have to forgive, but then you have to be mindful of how you speak about others as well as yourself. So this word I'm talking about is not just about how you talk about yourself and how you say things about to other people. It's across the, it's a blanket thing. It's a blanket term. Words, every word that comes out of your mouth can either be in, in your favor or work against you. That's it. Okay. If you are saying wrong things about someone else, if you are saying derogatory things about someone else, that is against you. That's working against you. If you are praising someone else, if you are if you are complimenting someone else, that is working in your favor, even though you're praising and giving a credit to someone else or complimenting someone else, because the universal mind, your subconscious mind, does not know anybody else. It just knows you. So when you say the word, it says, "Oh, girl, saying you know you know X Y Z is is beautiful. Let's make good." Uh, so Gul's beautiful. Oh, Gul's complimenting someone's dress. So Gul must be wearing a nice dress. Okay. Gul's complimenting dress. Gul has a nice dress. Gul's complimenting 
um, someone's voice. Google has a nice voice. Can you see? Right? Now, when you first get, come onto this path, it this is a bit bit difficult to understand because people are so used to saying, well, this is yours and me and I, you and whatever, me, myself and I. People, you know, people don't understand that externally we have relationships with other people, but internally our subconscious mind does not know anybody else. It just knows you. So if you say any words for somebody else or even for just this joke about yourself, it doesn't know a joke. It, 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 your subconscious mind doesn't understand. It doesn't have a sense of humor. It doesn't understand joke. It just knows, okay, Google thinks she's fat. All right, let's make her fat, okay? And I personally experienced this. I mean, I mean, I, I found myself inadvertently, while I was in the lockdown, I kept saying, oh, I'm gaining a lot of weight. I'm gaining a lot of weight. Guess what? I, I wasn't. I probably put on a couple of pounds at the time. When I started saying, oh, I'm gaining a lot of weight, I put on so much weight. It was crazy. So now I say cancel, cancel. I'm I'm healthy and, and vibrant and young and whatever. So I'm now saying those words purposely so that my subconscious mind picks it up and gets me back into shape and gets me back into my optimum health. Can you see how powerful that is, right? Your words, regardless of what aspect, become the law for you. Know, for you. And also you are attracting situations, people and circumstances which make that a reality for you. So not all your thoughts are very important, but your words are even more important because they're more powerful. And everything you speak becomes your law. So this is something that you really need to understand. There are invisible forces that are always working in your favor or against you. It's simple as that. And there are there are there are things that are always pulling a you know a person towards one way or another way. And he, the man or the person does not know this, you know, the individual is not aware of this, but this is always happening constantly at all times. And owing to the vibratory power of words, whatever a man or a woman voices, vocalizes, begins to attract into his or her life. Okay, so this is why people who continuously speak of diseases, um, you know, or, or um, you know, accidents or, uh, or you know, other uh, ill incidents, you know, something bad, you know, every time they think about something bad's going to happen to them, they attract those circumstances to create that bad situation in their life. It happens all the time. I remember I have spoken about this before, but I have a friend who always, from, you know, is an old childhood friend, and she always thinks that people are out to get her. She always thinks that the, she, when she goes to a restaurant, she's going to be poisoned, uh, you know, food poisoned. And because she says this, this has become her law, and that we can all go out to, uh, you know, all, all our college friends, we can all go out to dinner together or, or lunch together, and all, all every rest, of, every rest of the people would be fine. And she would be the only one who's, who ends up, you know, falling sick, she gets food poisoned. And all of us are absolutely fine. And this has happened not once, but numerous times. Because guess what? Her words may became her laws. And therefore, because she vocalized, oh, I'm going to fall sick, she became, yeah, she did fall sick. We didn't vocalize that. We didn't think like that. And therefore, we were not, we didn't attract the circumstances, so we didn't fall sick. I remember hearing this um, story from somebody, I can't remember who it was, it may, it may be my mother, but it was someone who said that, and I remember, remember it was very young, when I was very, very young, this was said to me, and it always stuck with me from a young age, that whenever you speak, you should either speak to either heal or bless or to prosper. 
And obviously, for, I remember my mother saying to me in, in our Asian language, it was the words used were slightly different. But this is pretty much the gist of it. You know, because my mother used to speak to me in Urdu Punjabi. But pretty much this is what she meant. And I'm sure it was her. And I remember seeing, I remember reading about this later on in some in another book as well, which and it really rings true for for today's conversation that whenever you speak, whenever you speak, your words should either be to heal something, to to praise someone, to bless someone, or to ask for prosperity. Talk to God. Okay, if if it's not to bless, if it's not to heal, if it's not to prosper then you should not be speaking. You should remain silent. Unfortunately, people have lost the value for the word and therefore they speak a word. I mean, I'm one of those people. I speak a lot. I'm a very, very extrovert person. I I talk hell of a lot. I can talk for England and I understand. But if you notice most of my words, most of the time when I'm speaking and most of the time my words are chosen very, very carefully, even though I am speaking 100 miles per hour speed, my words are chosen very carefully and I, I try to make sure that every single word is I, uh, falls into one of these categories. I'm either blessing someone or I'm, I'm you know, he, sending healing energy to someone or I'm talking about prosperity and enlightening people so they can actually expand the energy and allow them some, themselves to become friends with money. Can you see that? That's, can you see that? How important that is? And because I've been working on and I've made my life mission to make sure that everyone prospers and everyone has this amazing relationship with money. Guess what? Divine Sense Energy has allowed me to become extri- ex- exceptionally prosperous. And I have an amazing relationship with money now. But I, I want you to understand this point. I began to vocalize the idea of of being best friends with money before I became friends with money. And this is the reason why affirmations work. Now, I am going to do another uh, another podcast completely uh, separately on affirmations and the power of it and how to set and write um you know affirmations correctly, but that's going to be a, a later up uh, a later episode. But this is the reason why affirmations work because you're saying the word and you're saying the affirmations and as you vocalize your affirmations, you are setting in into motion energy which would attract opportunities, ideas and people to make whatever you're saying a reality. This is why affirmations are so powerful. Unfortunately, affirmations on their own are not um, that powerful. Actually, they can work against you because if you are saying something and you don't believe it and you feel like you're saying a lie, then it becomes uh, it becomes issues. And that's why, you know, you have to clear your money blocks first. You have to cleanse your energy first before affirmations can work for you rather than against you. And that's another conversation for another day. Okay. So I hope you've enjoyed today's um, uh, today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to uh, and understanding why the power of the word is so important and why the, the word is so powerful when it comes to you having, creating, making money. Because I want you to become best friends with money. But before you do that, you have to become consciously aware of every word that you speak. It may not be possible for you to be consciously aware of every thought that goes through your mind. But you should get to the point where you are disciplined enough to be careful and you're mindful of every word that you speak through your mouth and every word that you vocalize. So 
on that note i'm gonna say thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you have got value from it please do um do um support our podcasting journey by leaving us a review on on either spotify or on itunes and if you do take a picture of it and take so take a screenshot of it and email it to moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com that's moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com and we will send you our millionaire in mirror meditation for free as our gesture of saying thank you for supporting our podcasting journey. Thank you so much for joining me. I will be back with another episode. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.